Hello and welcome to the Stock Hypers. Danny, we've had a wild week, haven't we? That is an understatement of literally the century, yes. It is, it's Monday, the 30th of March, and last week uh, when we talked, um, I think we, don't think we recorded last week, but man, Monday was crazy last week, seven days ago, and then we had this huge run up, and it still continued today. Are you surprised? I am very surprised. You know, I just, I, it's amazing how wrong I have been the last two weeks. I kind of really reduced a lot of my holdings. Thankfully, I've learned the hard way. Hey, when you're not sure, clear out. And sure enough, Brian, that's what I've done. Oh, I know. Isn't it? It's just been insane, right? It has been crazy. I've been trying to get a handle on this. I've been back into my play it safe mode. Is my brain not working? We're all living like a, what is it, a horror movie? Uh, oh, my God. I mean, it literally has... in real life. So it's, is it affecting how my, my finite brain's thinking? So. I don't know okay, so what me, you've done well. You know what though, the, do you know what the low is? Do you know what the low was? It was like eighteen five was the low, which um, a week ago. Yes, crazy, and it's. I thought it was going to fifteen sixteen in my wisdom. <laughs> right, yeah, me too. Certain, even with the stimulus package, which we've it's. This the first thing that the markets reacted to positive. The rest of the, all those little interest downturns, it was ignored. So now it's listening. I guess two trillion will do that to you. All right. The teacher would do that to, for me, that's for sure. I'd have yes. a little bit uh, less anxiety. Yes. So um, as soon as they announced what the stimulus package was going to be after that Monday, and we and they were working on it and voting on it and, you know, adjusting it, added we and just added continued and to have a, a rise. We just It just kept going up and up. And I thought that, uh, I thought it wasn't going to happen until it was signed. But the market is future looking. So they all felt comfortable that it was going to happen and rightfully so. Right. And we just continued all the way up to um, the mid 22s away. Crazy. Right. So it's basically, except the one day, what was it Friday? It's been unabated, which is, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't understand because this is so far to go. And typically, like I've always said before, bad thing is always worse than you think at the time. And as much as we forward looking, I don't see how, you know, I just, I read today, Brian, where they're, they're projecting possibly 33% unemployment is what the Fed came out with today. Wow, that's a scary number. And I just, but, I, I don't see but how. But you got to think, I just yeah. saw today that Macy's laid off their entire workforce pretty much, 130,000 people. So how could that not be true, right? I mean, I don't know how Macy's would, you know, they're, these companies that had problems before, and I know they can get loans now, and we all wish them the best. But I don't see how when let's say Macy's come back, let's say this all you know, we all reboot this summer. Let's just hopefully that's the case. I don't see how it's going to be a, not not a smaller, not a shell of itself, but it's got to be downsized. You have to. Right. And well, I, well, think about this. What about the Macy's Day Parade? Is that just going to be a guy with a couple balloons? Walking around? <laughs> I mean, is it, I mean, when is the next parade? Be, what, like 2029? I mean, at what point are people going to want to be in a big crowd in the oh, winter? Not even, that's so true, right? I mean, we've all I, I know you've avoided the grocery store. I've been there, but it's, it's like a James Bond meets Dawn of the Dead. When you're in there, you're trying to keep your distance of everything. And you look at a lettuce like, is this holy smokes? Is it glowing? I mean. It's. I see, don't the see. Only way I would, the only way I would step foot in there now is if I was like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, suspended <laughs> from a wire over top of things. But if someone coughs, maybe that's all over. And again, we're oh, not yeah. we're not making fun of this, but it's a certain survival that we have to kind of do it just to get by. So as long as everyone knows that. But yeah, it is. I don't understand the optimism in the market when. Well, we. we I just you know, don't. 
I think it's just a, that that there is a light at the end of the tunnel um, for a lot of companies, and some companies. Listen, some, yes. There are some companies that are just crushing it right now because they're needed. It in fell this into their things. Yes, in some yeah. cases. I mean, you look at American Airlines up, down, up and down, erratic. Um, they just put out they're cutting 80, 80 to ninety percent of their flights will be cut in May. They've already downsized eighty to ninety percent with their fixed cost. Wow. I mean. Wow. Maybe you shouldn't have bought the head that stock buyback. But at what point when you have, when things get rebooted, you know, we were always freaked out when unemployment hit 10%. Remember that back in the oh recession? God, that's like the good old days now. It's going to be double that. I mean, I don't know how these numbers are going to be inconceivable. That means those people aren't buying anything. Give them all the government checks they want, but people go into survival mode. So I understand certain stocks, Brian, going up like Target because you shop there, Walmart, grocery stores, Amazon, et cetera. But the broad-based market, I just don't understand that. I really don't. I guess they're just uh, – I guess things are just priced in at this point. Maybe – Right. I mean, look, I, I'm not saying that we're going to keep going up from here. Sure. I would imagine as, as the time goes on, the next couple of months – once we start getting, you know, quarterly results, I mean, we're just, it's going to be dismal and we're going to see a lot of businesses fail, even like big, something like a Macy's. Macy's, yes. I mean, maybe the fact that we're all now kind of prepped for, you know, we've been two weeks into it and -hmm. it's been pretty sobering, even as an Irish person, I say that, is are we kind of, you know, now we're used to these big, you know, now market swings is a thousand points every day. No one even thinks twice about it, right? In fact, literally, if it's not a thousand point swing, Hey, that's kind of a weird day. It's mild, right? right. So maybe the our we're, our normal is changing. Where these big shocks from three weeks ago would have been, are you kidding me? To yeah, well, you know, what do we expect? So maybe that's it. I just don't get it. I'll be real honest with you. And that's why I haven't made any money. I guess like you have. So hey, so what did you? Uh, <clears throat> so what did you buy? And how's your portfolio? And what are you drinking? Uh, well, port uh, black coffee as always, which I'm I'm off mm-hmm. the uh, back to, back to the basics as we do. I really downsized more my portfolio, not quite in time, but I got lucky that way. And I'm now back in the Etsy business. I think that is, that is going to be long-term. What I'm thinking now, Brian is again, is I'm thinking I'll just get forward looking stocks, right? So we're Mm -hmm. things, you know, obviously online shopping, online things that way. Delivery is where I'm going to now. And except for the basics of Walmart and Target, I'm just going with, hey, in five years, what is going to be big? I'm just playing ultra safe, going back to my core basics. So that is my plan moving forward. I've given up trying to guess the bottom, and that's what I'm doing. So better safe than sorry, basically. How about you? So um, last Monday, uh, I guess we had podcasted uh, a Friday ago, and uh, I was a little scared and a little worried. And... Over the weekend, I put in some stops on a few uh, stocks that I own, um, Fiverr and uh, Pinterest and something else. Um, and they all were executed. Oh, um, and then later on that day, so that was on Monday. And then later on in the afternoon, um, I had held Intel for a very, very long time. And it, d- it was doing really well. I had a decent amount of profit in that. So I ended up uh, selling Intel as well. So I had cash to spend this week and i ended up buying more apple stock um, at a good price so i'm up on that which was nice seems really cool and then um friday i bought a company that is a san diego based pharmaceutical company that is uh in testing for a vaccine for this coronavirus um i bought them around it's called the uh the i don't see it's i n o 
NVO, I think is what it is, pharmaceuticals. And this is a small cap stock, Brian? Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, they have a market cap, actually 1.1 billion. Yeah, that's a yeah, small, we'll yeah. consider. Anything under 10, I guess, is small potatoes in the Wall Street right, business. Yeah. Not for me, but it is for them, so... So they, um, okay. so I bought it around eight bucks, and uh, today it was um, up probably about four or five percent, and closed about what I bought it for. But, okay. Um, I think I'm going to hold this one for a while and see what happens. Uh, I'm I'm interested because it's a San Diego company. Um, it has a very volatile 52 week high and low. It was at two dollars a share, um, is the low, and 19 for the high. Wow. Right. Holy smokes. So there's and you there's and you bought it at how much again, Brian? I'm at eight bucks, which is about what it is. Okay. At the moment. So this is a high risk, high reward for you, basically hoping it doesn't collapse. And if it hits yeah. a home run, obviously it's gonna. Well, that's of all. Yeah, if that's at fifty two weeks, Brian, this could completely skyrocket off the charts, then, right? Or it could go down to two, and I could be. <laughs> um, you know, the, this is uh, this is you know kind of how I'm playing with a certain amount of money um, for this uh, time period. Um, I'm looking at doing an index fund, though. So I sold yeah. out of all of those stocks, and some of them I was uh, did okay on, and some of them um, I just got out with uh, my uh, my ass intact. So now what I'm going to do is I'm looking probably going to do uh, an index fund uh, for some of my money. I think that's uh, at a this good point. Move I think it's a well. great idea. Yes. Um, and this will and the index fund is not going to be a tradable thing. It's going to be like a buy and hold, like you like to do. Right. Um, but since and then I'll have uh, a reserve amount, probably about 10%, that will be buying individual stocks with um, kind of like this one in Apple. And okay. to see if I can, um, you know, see. Sure. I, I'm, I know I'm not that smart. Uh, I'm not a Warren Buffett and, and by any And stretch. he's down quite a bit. You've seen his portfolio, I'm sure, in all the reports. Yeah, but wow, I he's mean, taking I'm, a meeting. I've been, over this time period when I'm saving at home, I'm reading a lot of financial books. And, you know, you're an idiot if you think you can time the market. Right. And I don't feel like I can time the market. But I do see some things that I want to play around with. I still think that there's a few ways of doing um, with stops. Um, I'm going to uh, watch uh, Apple. And um, once I get enough past the 10% mark, and it keeps going up um, as I, from where I bought it, I'm going to put a stop in. And if it gets executed, then I'm just going to take that money and put it somewhere else. Now, Brian, is that because of the possible delays of their, of their, you know, seasonality? It's, there's a good yeah. chance, right? So it's just they, things, um, there's a bunch of companies I've been watching that have fluctuated, you know, 10% up and down over the last uh, two months. So you're playing that, the frequency. Um, I'm playing the frequency. Exactly. Good for you. I'm looking to do that with Tesla. I really, I'm just watching it and uh, seeing what's going to happen. Um, actually, they've been very solid the last couple of days. Okay, that's uh, when, yeah, when Tesla's yeah, I mean, solid this is, compared... how, this is how weird it is right now. <laughs> they've been solid at around 500 bucks for the last couple of days. Um, but, you know, a week ago, yeah. know, they were on, they were about 400, even under 400. So, wow. Always fascinating. Always fascinating yeah. with them. So, so you're playing just, the, so let, let me mm -hmm. ask you a quick question on the Apple thing, Brian. Now, as mm -hmm. let's say we, we start to reopen, God willing, mm -hmm. the country, let's say summertime. But as we reopen, there's going to be a lot of some things will roll along. Um, a lot of things will be really scarred. So is Apple going to have a demand for a new phone when there's 20 percent unemployment, when they're they're just, you know, production is delayed? Isn't that going to maybe have a little bit of the next 12 months? A tough we go to for remember, someone like Apple, right? Of course. We have to remember, Apple's not, Apple doesn't have any stores open at the moment. So they yes. don't have a 
pretty dismal second quarter. There's no doubt, right? Right. But what Apple does have coming out is a low-cost iPhone. Which is delayed till sep. I think it's, well, it shouldn't have came out this month, right? Don't they normally do that in the, I think it's delayed till this fall, isn't it? Or do we, we don't know. We don't know. I don't think that they've announced it. Okay. A lot of guesses. Okay. But we, we, and basically um, they knew it was going to be delayed well before we got hit with this and they started closing stores because of the supply chain closure in uh, China. Those guys are the masters. So right. So they saw this months ago. And at this moment, their supply chain is running and they're, you know, probably making these iPhones. Maybe they're going to uh, adjust the uh, the amount of them that they're going to make down. Um, but regardless, they will sell those phones. They will sell low-cost iPhones. They right. will sell, you know, all of their services that go along with it. They have a great revenue stream outside of the iPhone with um, their apps um, and uh, the new uh, Apple Plus TV. Um, so... All those stuff rolling along. Okay. So it's not like they're devastated. So even though... Not only that, they have an enormous amount of cash. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. uh, So yes, I do think... I think Apple's going to fluctuate, but I do think um, over this year, uh, that phone is going to come out and it's going to be a 5G phone and we're going to have more pent-up energy as time goes on to... Especially if you're staying at home and you have the ability to take advantage of 5G by not traveling... Um, people are going to want those 5G networks. Right. So you think there's still things to buy as people are cutting back. But I mean, Brian, yeah. though, just the overall of the unemployment, I mean, it goes cruise lines, American Airlines, what are they going to look like in six months? You know, they all have those deals where they can't lay off, but that ends up in September. Companies yes. can't, you can't lose 80% of your business and and expect to not have massive layoffs and restructuring. And that's just over and over, just permeates everything we've all driven around now. I mean, I haven't filled up my tank in like, you know, hey, gas is cheap, but I've not filled it up in what, three weeks? I'm still at three quarters of tank. Sure. But if you're a buy and hold guy and you want American Airlines right, right now, it's a great deal. It, well, um, I mean, as a merger, I mean, now, where are they going to be? Well, a year from now, are they going to, you know, are they going to exist? A certain point, it's, you know, it's, I know U.S. can keep printing money for as long as it wants, apparently, but. Wow, a lot of risk there on Brian. Okay, so, well, good for you, Brian. You, you did a lot better than I did, so no guts, no glory, as I've proven. Well, you know what, this, look, this is a buying opportunity. It was, you know, it's probably still is at this point a buying opportunity. If you're going to hold her for hold for a long term, there's probably still uh, a lot of dropping that's going to go. We're going to test lows, I'm sure, periodically. Um, this is going to be no different than any other recession, market crash, Right. Um, will eventually go up. The market always goes up. If you're going to take it in a long-term spectrum, it's going sure. to go up. So if you pick good companies, and well, there's look, a lot of great companies that are uh, Just are pick the companies. right ones. Yeah, like it's just yeah. always just pick the right, either index fund or pick the right ones or both. So here, let, let me just give the top news of CNBC. Fed, mm-hmm. coronavirus, job, coronavirus job losses could total 47 million, unemployment rate to hit 32%. Here's what I don't, this is what I, I know times have changed dramatically. You have a headline, CNBC is well-respected by everybody. They don't lean any right or left. They have a thing, unemployment hit 32% and stocks are wildly up today. Four of the last five days had gigantic gains. Is At a certain point, Brian, isn't there a disconnect, a major one? Is there a Wall Street bubble that we're not realizing? Like, hey, look, you'll put your head out the window. There's hard times ahead. This is a long time. This isn't a V-shaped recovery, Right. Yes, I think that at this point we are 
at, at, I'm going to say this. This is my prediction um, a little early. So we're at uh, Dow 22, um, three. Right. Uh, yeah, we're headed down quite a bit next week or maybe tomorrow. I mean, but um, there's no way this is a bottom. Happen. Yes. There's yeah, more no, bottom no, from no. here. From 22, there is going to yeah. drop almost unequivocally, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, right. I agree on that. And that's, that's as much a good a guess. I'm, I'm done picking the numbers, but I don't see how there's not rough points ahead. I just, I just feel yeah. like more, you know, Wall Street typically will disconnect. But even our greatest economy, we've had a problem with stalling wages, people working two or three jobs. You know, it's, it's maybe it's all catching up to us at once, but I don't see how this is a quick V-shaped recession. How do you recover from, you know, you saw the job numbers. It was a 3 million out of work when 200,000 is bad. And that's just the start of it. It's that there's a trigger fix. Right. I mean, people haven't even started to file unemployment that are going to, I mean, it's just going to be a constant four weeks of people, uh, probably 3 million people applying for unemployment. Okay. I'm going to start drinking again. Let's get, let's do some hyper, hyper hope. How about hyper hope or something to that one as opposed to hyper hate something. Hyper hate. Okay. So what are you going to, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first, Brian. So this is one that we had just mentioned. I hope we weren't going to get into it. It's American airlines. So basically Mm -hmm. they're, you know, down, we go the numbers forever. It's horrible. They're at 5.2 billion cap. Uh, 13 points uh, up and down. Basically, if you buy it, they're going to survive. Would you, at this low thing, would you hyper hate on American Airlines? I'm going to hype American Airlines because, um, I, especially if I'm Danny, because it's a long-term company. It's been around forever. I don't think the uh, airlines are going to fail, at least not the bigger ones like American Airlines. Right. I think that they're going to be able to weather the storm. I think they're going to be able to borrow money if they need it. I think they're going to get a bailout, and uh, this is a fantastic price um, that we'll, uh, you know, we'll look back on in, in three or four or five years and go, "Wow, that was so cheap!" And they're paying a dividend. Holy shit! I should have bought. Yeah, I just, well, I just wonder if it's, now you have cover. Before you never eliminated dividend, but now you have cover. Like, hey, you know, we're down eighty percent. So, do I, I would need to buy it today? I don't think you need to buy it today. I think you probably right. have a, a couple of months at least that you could purchase this at a great deal. I would have to agree on that one, Brian. Okay, so we got. Let me go one more. Let's do Walmart. We're the big ones like this. Walmart. Now they weren't hammered. They're actually up recently. They're at actually close to a 52-week high. So does Walmart have room for growth? Is this a permanent trend where it helped Walmart establish themselves, the delivery, grocery, et cetera, or they already had the good stuff priced in? Hype or hate on Walmart? I would hype Walmart, even though I don't like the retail stocks, but I'm going to hype Walmart because not only are they a retail stock, but they are an e-commerce uh, play. And are they? they? So that's the perception now. That's changed. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. Okay. Yeah, there's so many people that have been taking advantage or figuring out for the first time, hey, I can order shit from Walmart and get it either at the store or have it delivered to my house. And I think that that's going to be a trend going forward. And people are going to get more and more used to doing that with Walmart over the next couple of months, as well as with Amazon. But Walmart's going to be the one that's going to gain more because people are going to start you know, uh, using it more differently than they did before, as well as when we start going back into the stores, Walmart always has a great customer base. So, um, yeah, I would say that even though it's a 52-week high, um, they're going to have a great second quarter, and they're probably going to have a great third quarter, and it's all due to they're the place you go to get your stuff cheaply or um, conveniently uh, to survive. 
Sure. So, so you're saying they kind of figured it out just in time, and then because yeah. of nature, what's going to be? Because we, I think we we can all expect for the next year or something. No one's. I'm not going to shake anyone's hand the next year. Are you? Mm-mm. Hug no, people? No. no. I mean, no. when my kid goes back to school, hopefully be on time. I said, hey, buddy, every morning you'll go and have to spray your seat and desk down, and you guys will be sitting far apart. That's how your freshman year of high school is going to go. So Yeah, think, think of those high school dances. and always going to be able yeah, to. It's like the touch. 50s again. Oh, good. I, so I get that little cane and tap people. Oh, I want to run that then. I'll be the parent. I'll get my bow tie, and I'll do that. It's my big power trip in life. I can finally be in charge. So, okay, so I'm going to hype that one. Okay, nice. one last thing. We got one more hype or, hope, hype or hate. Your hope keeps sneaking in, eternal yeah. optimism. But I am going to go, Brian, is the length of this recession slash depression is, are we going to see double digit unemployment for the next 12 months? Hype or hate that one? Special edition. Double unemployment, double digit 12 months from now. Will it be up? Are you going to hype over 10% or hate below it or however you want to do it? I'm I'm going to say that we won't have double digit for the fourth quarter. I think we'll have... uh, Wait, fourth quarter of this year or, or... Yes, this... I think we're going to have a lot of jobs coming back in the fourth quarter because if we can get behind this virus um, and, and the social distancing and the closing of everything, the fourth quarter is going to be a lot of pent up energy for people wanting to wow. um, go back to restaurants and eat, go back to stores, go, have some sort of normalcy, and there'll be a lot of jobs being filled. You, know, and, you have to remember the fourth quarter is always a good, um, un, you know, good employment uh, quarter because of all the temporary jobs that are being right. filled. And uh, I think that's when we'll end up seeing the end of the, uh, the double digit. Okay. I'm going to disagree on that one. So for I know we have a little abridged version. So why don't you lay your hyper hate on me real quick? Okay. So um, first one is uh, GameStop. How are you feeling about GameStop? Oh, Brian, come on, dude. Do you think no, GameStop, no, you're going to hype it or no. hate it? Okay. If this becomes the best economy in the history of the world tomorrow, I'm going to yeah. hate that one. The clock's ticking. It's no. I, you know, I it's dead cat bounces. I'm not going to play the frequency. I'm not clever enough to milk the one last drop of blood out of that thing. And no, I'm going to hate I that tell one. You, what a missed opportunity. If this company would have been online delivering digital goods, you know, oh, like a Steam or other no. uh, digital platforms, they could have survived at this point. But being a brick and mortar oh. game place, oh it, my God, it's just insane. And then plus all the bad will where they kept stores open and employees were doing, you, you know, I think one real quick enough time to get into it, but there's going to be a lot of people with goodwill that I'll mm-hmm. remember people like, hey, these guys put up. So we'll get to that real quick later. But no, I'm going to hate that one. What is your next yeah. one you got for me, big fella? Uh, next one is Johnson & Johnson. So they came out and said that they have a, uh, a test for the coronavirus and um, also a vaccine. They have a, a couple plays in this, and they've been around forever, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, what are you thinking of uh, Johnson & Johnson? Well, I'm going to fly blind, not ask what the numbers are, because I like them. They're a well-run company. It's one of those things you kind of forget about, that they make a ton mm-hmm. of money. And I bet they're doing the right move, so I am going to go ahead and hype that one. Good call on that one, too, by the way, Brian. Yeah, they're doing really good today. They have, good for they them. Have, Great American company, by the way. Right. Up 8% today. So that's Okay, fantastic. good. Maybe I hyped My it too late. My last one is Wells. Wells Fargo. Well, again, uh, you know, okay, I'm going to – Half says I'm going to hype it because they're going to get the bailout. Their lobbying has paid off. It's not a fair world. Wells Fargo is going to be fine. And they're going to start printing money before everyone else. And they're going to get the, all the government kickbacks. The hate part is it's just so unethical. Start top to bottom with those guys. So money-wise, hype them, ethically despise them. With a, and that's the management, not, not the workers. They're nice people. 
But I don't think I would only want to buy Wells Fargo at a 52-week low, which is a 25 or 30-something today. <clears throat> I would say that... Uh, but five years, just, Brian, they're going to be big. You know what? Five oh, yeah. years, it's yeah, not going to be fair. That's how yeah. that thing goes. And, they're, and yeah. they're going to be fine. We all know it. So so are you are you hating them or hyping them? I'm sorry to jump in there. Uh, I'm hating them at the moment. Good for you. Good for I, you. I've been looking at the bank little... stocks nice, because, yeah, nice. I've been looking at the bank stocks for a while, and I and I've wanted to, I wanted to see if there's an opportunity. Do you, do you know that I remember in the financial crisis where Bank of America was five bucks? Wow, I remember that. I'm not going to ask like, you how much it is now because I don't want to know. No, the, the, all the banks, J.P. Morgan, line them up. All the big four. What is it? Five. They're all going to be mm -hmm. fine in five years. Long term buy. I'd be shocked yeah. if they're not way up. And real quick before we go, Brian, I was reading a story. That there's a grocery chain mostly in Texas called HEB, HEB Groceries. Now, it's private. You couldn't buy them. But I read okay. a thing about how they have had a pandemic plan for years. And it's a fascinating story. And next time we do the broadcast, I'll have a link for it. It's of how okay. they prepared for this. They knew certain foods would sell out. They had all this stuff was just amazingly ahead of the time. So next time I'll get into that. It's fascinating, actually. They're yeah, private, unfortunately. But they, they had a plan, and they've updated it. When this came in, they were one of the first to do it. They knew certain things would, would sell out. And it was, it's fascinating how well organized they were. Maybe we'd all learn a lesson from that, myself included. So, All right. Well, I want to just remind everyone that over the next couple of months, I think no matter what you – if you get in now today when it's at – the Dow is at 22, or if you get in at – 15 or 16 or 17 or 18, <laughs> as it me. was last week. Um, if you're going to be a long-term holder, uh, this is this is a golden opportunity yeah. to take advantage of a yep. discount. Yep, um, I agree with that. Resist the urge in most of your portfolio to to uh, get involved with the hype of things. You know the the fall the. The downside. Yeah, the pessimism has taken over. I'm going to agree with that, Brian. Yeah. The pessimism has kind of gotten ahead of the curve where three weeks it was behind. I think that part has caught up. If you can just stick to your guns that you're going to hold these companies because they're great companies and not sell because they're down, I think you'll, in you know, uh, 10 years, 20 years, however you need, you need to have your investments um, holding for you, you're going to be so much happier because you can't time the market. I'm trying to remind myself every day that I can't time the market. I have, you know, uh, like I said, a, a certain amount of money that I'm playing with, but the majority of my investment is I'm, I'm not selling. I'm holding on, even though um, you know, the index funds could be down uh, over time. We're going to win by just staying uh, to our guns and being in the market. There's no other place to build wealth. Yeah, I agree with that. So next time we'll get into the housing crisis, if that's going to hit how it affects us, oh, you, you know, gosh, get information yes. to HEB. There's so many different factors going in, so we'll have much more time next week. All right. Well, this has been a uh, Stock Hypers episode, and you can reach us at stockhypers at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. If you get a chance, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you in a few days. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.